Hello and welcome to Colin on Cars and a really hearty welcome to 2022. One seriously hopes this is going to be better for all of us than 2021. And it has kind of started that way. And in a landmark ruling by the Pretoria High Court, the Administrative Adjudication of Road Traffic Offences Act, or R2, and its amendments have been declared unconstitutional and invalid. The Organisation Undoing Tax Abuse, or OUTA, challenged the constitutional validity of R2 and the R2 Amendment Act and asked the court in October last year to declare both the main act and the amendment act unconstitutional. Judge Annalie Basson found in favour of Outer and agreed with Outer's position the legislation unlawfully intrudes on the exclusive executive and legislative competence of the local and provincial governments envisaged in the constitution, preventing local and provincial governments from regulating their own affairs. In her judgment, Honourable Judge Basson concluded the following. It therefore follows in my view that the R2 Act and the Amendment Act must be declared inconsistent with the Constitution in its entirety. It is therefore declared the R2 Act and the Amendment Acts are unconstitutional and invalid. Now here's what Advocate Stephanie Fick from Outer had to say. Another win for civil society. The Pretoria High Court today delivered its ruling on Outer's case questioning the constitutional validity of the R2 Acts. Outer challenged R2 and the R2 Amendment Act and asked the court in October of 2021 to declare both the main act and the Amendment Act unconstitutional. And guess what? Judge Basson found in favour of us and agreed with Alta's position. The R2 and R2 Amendment Act is unconstitutional and invalid, as the legislation unlawfully intrudes upon the exclusive executive and legislative competence of the local and provincial governments. Alta has been vocal for many years about the R2 Act. But we are extremely happy with the court's decision. Alta really, really believes that measures to improve road safety and reduce fatalities are urgently needed. However, we don't believe that the R2 Acts will achieve this. And we are satisfied that the judgment is sending government back to the drawing board. South Africa needs effective processes enabled by fair adjudication that complies with the Constitution. The battle to protect motorists from the ill-conceived act is not over yet. Alta urges government to listen to the input given by organisations such as Alta when reviewing these acts. But we can assure the public that we will carefully monitor the process to ensure that any revised R2 acts are constitutional and truly aimed at increasing road safety and saving lives. Alta will, within the next 15 days, file an application for the confirmation of the unconstitutionality of the R2 and R2 Amendment Act. In the event that the government or the department wants to appeal this, they can then appeal that application for confirmation. Congratulations, civil society. 
While the various government bodies with an interest in R2 and notably Minister of Transport for Keeley and Bolula would endlessly bang on about how legislation was designed to improve road safety in the country, the cumbersome manner in which it was worded and set up simply opened the door to a new method of garnering vast amounts of money from the public. Possibly the worst single element of the legislation was the fact it flew in the face of the accepted norm where a person was presumed innocent until proven guilty by transferring the burden of proof to the alleged offender who was legislated guilty until they could prove their innocence. Besides that being a massive abuse of human rights, it simply was a surefire method of collecting revenue as very few individuals have the time or money to take on the state, which is quite happy to use public funds to defend its position. Leaving aside the major traffic offences, and there is simply no excuse for any motorist to commit those, it is a myriad of minor ones such as failing to indicate when changing lanes and similar, and we're all guilty of, of the occasional non-life-threatening lapse that are a major issue. The sheer volume of administration in the issuing of the offence document and the alleged offender's response that would simply mire the system down with a massive paperwork logjam. Consider too the vast number of corporates operating fleet and company cars. The company nominee responsible for those vehicles would be buried in paperwork in the process of having the fine reallocated to the actual driver of the vehicle at the time. The respondents in the case in Pretoria were the Minister of Transport, the Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, the Road Traffic Infringement Authority or the RTIA and the Appeals Tribunal. The court ordered the Minister of Transport and the RTIA to pay out as costs, including the costs of two council. Out has raised its concerns and objections about the R2 Act and the published Amendment Act for years and shared their concerns with relevant authorities before the Amendment Act was published. The organisation said it believes these pieces of traffic legislation are unconstitutional and will not assist with the curbing of road traffic fatalities in South Africa. Advocate Fick added the court's judgment signals another important win for civil society and yet again points out government is out of touch with reality. It is unfortunate government once again chose to ignore valid concerns and well-researched input and pushed amendment ahead with the amendment, she said. Not only did they waste a lot of time, but also valid resources, as the R2 rollout will have to be stopped while the Act is once again amended and taken through the legislative process. Only then can it be implemented. Outer has repeatedly pointed out the problems with the R2 Acts, which are also administratively complicated and rely on chaotic municipal systems. Advocate Fick said the battle to protect motorists from the ill-conceived act is not yet over. Outer urges government to listen to the input given by organisations such as Outer when reviewing these acts 
and we can assure the public we will carefully monitor the process to ensure any revised R2 Acts are constitutional and truly aimed at increased road safety and saving lives. The Automobile Association has also welcomed the judgment and says it vindicates its position stated over many years that the R2 Act was drafted without sufficient care. As early as a few months after the 2008 launch of the R2 pilot project in Johannesburg and Schwani metros, the shortcomings of the Act became clear in practice. Attempts to rectify these shortcomings only created further issues and now a court has found the Department of Transport in drafting R2 did not consider the fundamental issue of whether the system passed constitutional muster, said the AA in a statement. The association, which has previously described R2 as unworkable and geared towards revenue collection instead of promoting road safety, says it has been a vast waste of taxpayers' money which had done nothing to remedy South Africa's shocking road death rate. R2 was assented to in 1998 and its design started much earlier. The court itself has found the deficiencies are not curable. After almost a quarter of a century of failure, the government would be wise to concede defeat, says the AA. The association also reiterated its previous stance, which is traffic fines should be dealt with in terms of the Criminal Procedure Act, with some legislative amendments to protect motorists in cases where delivery of fines and the service of summons was not conducted in accordance with the law. A points demerit system, which is one of the keystones of R2, could, according to the AA, be implemented as part of the judicial process. This is how a points demerit has been implemented in other parts of the world for half a century or longer. The AA itself called for such a system as long ago as 1963, and we would be willing to work with government to help create it. Addressing one of the major consequences of the judgment, the AA says the Road Traffic Infringement Authority, which administers R2, would automatically cease to exist, noting the RTIA is a creation of the R2 Act itself. Without the Act, the RTIA is a nullity. This would be a welcome step. For years, the RTIA has acted outside all reasonable bounds. The Fines for You court case showed how the RTI could abuse the conflicts of interest inherent in R2 and the RTIA's recently dismissed chief executive, Jeff Choi, along with other senior managers, was implicated in serious maladministration. R2 and the RTIA have added no value to road safety and merely provided secure and lucrative employment for a selected few. As such, we welcome the court's decision as a landmark in good governance in South Africa, concludes. And I have to agree with them. And I have to agree with Alta. The whole thing was a nightmarish mess from the beginning. So hopefully that small step does signal good things for 2022. Stay safe out there, behave on the roads, and let's move forward. Cheers for now. (laughs) 
You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.